on January 3, 2024, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Henkel shares his past 2023, welcoming 2024. Happy New Year! Happy New Year 2024! In this episode here, episode number 303 of January 3, 2024, I will be briefly sharing an overview of my past year 2023. I share this so that you may see the humanity of yours truly, the National Polygamy Advocate, Mark Henkel. I will share my personal stories with neither incriminating myself nor breaking any bigamy laws. This past year, 2023, started off for my family with a surgery for my first wife. By February, the biopsy revealed that the mass removed was cancerous. Yes, my friends, the C word, cancer. I cannot verbally express the depths of sadness and fear to which my heart sank, indeed, into which my family sank. I have been blessed with over 30 years of marriage with this bride. Over 30 years of marriage and over 35 years together. Oh yes, I will not deny it. I cried. She cried. We cried. I have still not had enough time with her yet in this life. Hey, I want more than another 30 years ahead with her too. Even so, yes, we had hope. We did still have hope. After all, my precious bride was not in any pain at all. She otherwise would not have known of any serious problem. And now she had what she called a cute, cool battle scar. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> you gotta love her. I know I do. Anyway, a subsequent PET scan revealed that the cancer had metastasized, which means that the cancer cells had spread to other parts of her body. We ended up with the most amazing oncologist, a cancer doctor. His profoundly empathetic manner was and is just what we emotionally needed. Right away, he comforted us, saying that her specific form of cancer no longer has to be a death sentence. He noted that she now had an enlarged lymph node, which was not the source of the cancer, but which was enlarged enough for us to feel it in her armpit. He said that she did not need surgery. So, an appointment with an oncology surgeon was cancelled. Our awesome regular oncologist said that the lymph node should not be surgically removed, as we can use it as a proverbial canary in a coal mine. If it shrinks, we know the treatment is succeeding, and vice versa. He proposed two approaches of treatment, Plan A and Plan B. Studies had shown that Plan A was more permanently successful over the long term. But that is as long as the possible side effects don't get in the way. In April, my wife started the Plan A. Immunotherapy. One appointment every three weeks. We made it across the finish line of the last one at the start of June. 
But then she had an emergency, which put her in the ER on June 5th. The side effects had sabotaged her adrenal system. Necessary steroids were inducing diabetes. Also, they discovered fractures in her left hip, as a cancerous tumor inside it was pushing the bone outward from within. Not only was she not in any pain about the hip, but she was sitting with double legs crossed. She is something special for sure. <laughs> Plan A was stopped. The steroids were being slowly reduced while she was treating diabetes. By the end of July, she was back in the ER to have a partial hip replacement. Most such patients leave the hospital the next day, but she was there for five days. A biopsy revealed that the cells in the then-removed tumor in the hip were necrotic, dead, and not spread anywhere else in that area. Woohoo for that! By the second week of August, the steroids were finally diminished to zero. Over the next three days, after stopping all steroids, her energy levels dropped to the point that she was not even able to get out of bed at any time or even to eat any foods. It was terrifying. She was so sleepy and lethargic. It was almost like she was just a breath above dead. After an emergency IV hydration at the cancer center, it was determined that her damaged pituitary gland was no longer working. So she was no longer getting the needed cortisol for daily energy. She will be on low-dosage steroids now for the rest of her life, likely, unless the pituitary gland comes back to function. I have to also step outside that timeline and add a separate story within this timeline that was happening at the same time. Namely, I was buying a new brick-and-mortar business from the owner of an existing business that had been there for over 25 years. We started doing the business at the start of 2022. But there were fine points over which we were still negotiating throughout that year and into 2023. The former owner is a genius in his field, but is not a business-minded person at all. So he had no idea that his asking price simply did not make sense. By the end of June 2023, he got worried about his own finances due to an unrelated problem. With my absolutely excellent credit score, I acquired a big personal loan, helped solve his problem by my not needing to draw out money personally through the third quarter. In July, we finally had a PSA, Purchase and Sale Agreement, completed. His attorney tried to play games to breach the PSA and simultaneously gaslight me as if I was causing his intended breach. This, all while dealing with my wife in the hospital for hip surgery. My blood pressure was skyrocketing. After my wife recovered via the IV hydration, I was proceeding toward the final closing of purchasing the business. I suddenly started having gushing, bloody noses. I had never had spontaneous bloody noses, much less nonstop gushers that take a half hour to stop. By the end of the month, we finally closed the purchase. I formally owned the business, finally. My blood pressure went down, and the bloody noses stopped. It turns out that the gushers were being caused by the high blood pressure. Sheesh. Back to my wife. The Plan B was begun in September, the special 
chemotherapy meds. The possible side effects had us terrified. She could have high fevers, crazy hives, or such high-level nausea that they even prescribed a sort of emergency EpiPen of sorts to use if it got so bad that she could not even eat. Amazingly, none of those side effects happened, although hairs of her super-thick head of long hair have begun falling. Fortunately, her hair is so long and so thick that it does not fall in patches, so no one would know that she lost any hair at all anyway. Even so, I have always told her that, for me, a bald wife is so much more wanted than a dead wife. She matters. I love her. Hence, the autumn of 2023 was proceeding greatly without much side effect. Her PT, physical therapy for the hip, went a little more slowly than expected. That is because her body was proverbially fighting two war fronts, healing her cancerous areas and recovering from the physical workouts of the PT. She and I have done bodybuilding together in the past, so she already has the mindset to push hard, no pain, no gain. It turns out that she needed to not do that with the PT. <laughs> you just gotta love her inner strength to push through. I know I do. Anyway, in mid-November, someone crashed their car into the storefront of our new business. The result is that half of my storefront is now covered with boarded-up wood. Very ugly. New glass for the storefront would not be obtainable for weeks. Customer traffic into the store dropped immensely. By the end of November, my wife underwent a test to see if she could stop using the low-dosage steroids. The endocrinologist wanted to see if the pituitary gland was beginning to heal and come back to function. Stopping the low-dose steroids ended up causing her scary, sleepy lethargy again. But the blood test was taken quickly, so the steroids were restarted immediately. And so was her energy. Looking for a positive metric of a number 6, her blood test showed that she was only at about 0 0.8. Not zero, but still not enough to say that the pituitary gland was healed yet. Not yet, anyway. We will keep retesting every few months in the coming year ahead, until or unless doing so proves to be useless or hopeless. Worst case scenario, she will be on low-dose steroids for life. We will see. In December, a new CAT scan revealed that there were no more cancer cells near the spleen or the spine. And indeed, the spinal bones had healed those areas, being identified as sclerotic, which the oncologist said were indeed reparative, not progressive. Yeehaw! That meant that there was only one place left in her body where metastases, metastatic cancer cells, could still remain. Only one more place, the lungs. Previous scans of the lungs had showed metastases looking like a galaxy of tiny planets and stars in space. In this last December CAT scan, most of the tumors, the proverbial planets and stars, had been pulverized into dust, like a dust cloud, leaving what was labeled as 
ground glass opacity. That term refers to the blurry lens which would be used in old-school film cameras when trying to make a scene look like a blurry memory flashback. Aside from the ground glass opacity, the last remaining couple of visible, still-remaining tumors were reduced in size from about 13 to 6 millimeters. Woohoo! And by the way, her oxygen readings had been at 99% to 100%, so she was not having breathing problems at all. Last of all, the enlarged lymph node in her armpit had shrunk so much that we could no longer feel it. Yes! What all this means is that Plan B meds are working. It's working. At least for now. It is working. Yay! My family has called this super great news as our Christmas miracle. Just in time, 10 days before the Christ's birth celebration. Oh, yes. I would also say that we were exceptionally blessed to have had this particular oncologist. His guidance, manner, and empathy has made this difficult year so much more easily manageable. There is definitely something to be said about having the right doctor. And I don't just mean success either. He was visibly heartbroken by the June emergency and super fired up by the December miracle. By the end of December, my own insurance company seemed positive about covering the losses of the crashed storefront, including business income loss, because they can subrogate it, get their own money back, from the insurance company of the driver of the car. So yes, 2023 started off badly for my family, but it ended with a miracle. I am sure that some of you might be noticing that I have only specifically mentioned my first wife in this episode here. That was intentional. This episode is long enough, and I have shared enough personal information. Anyway, it should be needless to say, my family suffered through all of this, and we have endured to the positive ending. Enough said. One can hereby also connect the timeline of these personal events with the timeline of the posted weekly episodes of this National Polygamy Advocate podcast, such as when I started making these sharing and teaching episodes by speaking directly to you. Anyway, now you know. 2023 has been a very difficult year for my family, for my life. I still have my beloved bride, my precious first wife of over 30 years, the wife of my youth. My heart rejoices with happy tears that she is still alive. She will not only survive, but she is fighting to thrive. You gotta love her. I know I do. I am truly a blessed man indeed. As 2023 has ended with such supremely happy and positive results, I am now definitely looking forward with all joyful hopefulness to this next year, 2024. For you as well, I fervently hope you too have a very happy New Year 2024 indeed. For anyone else listening to this episode here after 2024, I nevertheless still hope that the year 2024 went well for you too. In all, 
Happy New Year 2024. And thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to, and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate Podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com